Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Question for you tonight. What is your identity? What is our identity? Well, for one thing, we are all sinners. But yet at the same time, we are also righteous before God. Justified by God's grace alone, through faith alone, on the basis of the all-sufficient work of Jesus the Christ alone. But there's another aspect to your identity that isn't talked about very much. We don't talk about it a whole lot. As I see the faces of those of you that are here, and I think about those of you that aren't, that may be watching at home, I can visualize or see your smiling face. You are a Gentile. You and I are Gentiles. And in some aspect, that's a problem. That is a big problem. For the Creator chose the Israelites to be His own special people. His covenant people. He did His saving deeds among them. He gave them His promises. He did not give promises directly to Gentiles. He did not make Himself the God of the Moabites or the God of the Egyptians or of the Assyrians. He made Himself the God of ancient Israel. He was the God of Abraham and his literal descendants. The God of Moses. The God of Joshua. The God of King David. The God of Elijah. The God of Isaiah and the prophets. The God of Ezra and Nehemiah. And as the Apostle Paul puts it in Romans chapter 9 verses 4 and 5. When he wrote this. They are Israelites. And to them belong the adoption. The glory, the covenants, the giving of the law, the worship, and the promises. To them belong the patriarchs from their race, according to the flesh. He is the Christ, who is God over all, blessed forever. Amen. And you and I, we are Gentiles. Living at the ends of the earth. The ends of the earth. America wasn't even on the map in biblical times. We are proud of our different ethnic histories and heritage. But in terms of relating to God, all of us, you and I, are Gentiles. And in what we've heard, that's a problem. The Apostle Paul explains it this way in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 11 and 12. Therefore, remember that at one time, you Gentiles in the flesh, remember that you were at that time separated from Christ, alienated from the commonwealth of Israel, and strangers to the covenants of promise, having no hope without God in the world. What the Apostle Paul said in Ephesians still applies. We are Gentiles, by ethnicity, alienated from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers to the covenants of promise, and without true hope and without the true God. 
Because He is the God of Moses and the prophets. But then what happened? Paul goes on in verse 13 to say this, But now, but now in Christ Jesus, you who were once far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. In the fullness of time, the God of ancient Israel, who is the Almighty Creator of the heavens and the earth, sent His only begotten Son into the world to join the human race. He took on Himself our human nature and became one of us. He came from the line of King David. He was and is Israel's Messiah, the Christ. And He willingly gave up His life for Israel and Gentiles as well. God was in Christ reconciling the world unto Himself, not counting their trespasses against them. By His shed blood, Gentiles have been brought near to the true God and to His promises. Through the means of grace, He gives you the benefits of His saving work. Through holy baptism, the God of ancient Israel connected us Gentiles to Jesus and His death and resurrection. Through the Gospel, the God of ancient Israel reconciles you to Himself and to one another. Through the Lord's Supper, Jesus gives you to eat and to drink His life-giving body and blood of the new covenant established by Him. God has grafted you Gentiles, into His Israel. You Gentiles now belong to the God of Isaiah, the God of ancient Israel. How did this happen? Was this conversion of Gentiles a fluke? An accident in history? No. For 2,000 years now, the God of ancient Israel has been fulfilling His ancient promises spoken through Isaiah more than 2,700 years ago. Throughout the book of Isaiah, we see this promise that one day Gentiles from around the world will stream to the God of ancient Israel. And one very clear example Pastor Chris read just a few moments ago in Isaiah chapter 19, verses 23 and 25. In that day, there will be a highway from Egypt to Assyria, and Syria will enter into Egypt, and Egypt into Assyria. And Egypt will serve the Lord with Assyria. In that day, Israel will be a third with respect to Egypt and Assyria, a source of blessing in the midst of the earth, each of whom Yahweh of hosts will have blessed by saying, Blessed be my people Egypt and the work of my hands Assyria, and my inheritance Israel. At that time, that was a radical promise by the ancient prophet Isaiah. In his days, Assyria and Egypt were the big powers that vied with each other, like the United States and China. Little Israel was stuck in the middle of this tug of war. And as we saw in the first week of Advent, the king of Assyria mocked the God of Israel. No God, small g, was a match to his power. 
Assyria wanted to conquer Jerusalem. And ancient Egypt had their own gods. But Isaiah promised that a day would come when Gentiles, even Gentiles like Assyria and Egypt, would gladly serve the God of Israel and do so reconciled with each other. No longer fighting. The day will come when Israel will have fulfilled its calling and been a source of blessing to the Gentiles. The day is coming when even Gentiles like Egypt and Assyria will be called Yahweh's own people and the work of His own hands. Throughout the Old Testament Scriptures, those are privileges that only Old Testament Israel enjoyed. But in the coming age, Gentiles will be grafted into God's own people and be given the same status as Old Testament Israelites. Isaiah promised the day when Gentiles and natural Israel will be made one and will belong to the God of Israel as his own people. Now Isaiah's contemporaries probably thought he was nuts. Imagining things. In Isaiah's day, Assyria and Egypt had no intention to worship the God of Israel. They had their own gods and goddesses. But what happened? God promised that through Abraham's offspring, all the families of the earth would be blessed. And God kept that promise. He sent Jesus the Messiah. Jesus of Nazareth became Israel reduced to one, the offspring of Abraham in one person. And through this offspring of Abraham, we Gentiles have been blessed. The Apostle Paul said it this way in Galatians chapter 3. It was read just a few moments ago. There is neither Jew nor Greek, slave or free, male or female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you are Christ, then you are Abraham's offspring, heirs according to promise. So you see, the God of ancient Israel, the only true God, the creator of the heavens and earth, fulfilled his ancient promise. The gospel went into the lands of Egypt and Assyria, and there sprang Christian communities. And you, you listening today, are part of that fulfillment. Through Jesus, Israel's Messiah, you have been reconciled to the God of ancient Israel. Through Jesus, the one mediator, you now belong to the God of Abraham, the God of Moses, the God of Joshua, the God of King David, the God of Elijah, the God of Isaiah and the prophets, the God of Ezra and Nehemiah. The God you read about in the first 39 books of the Bible. He is your God. And there's an amazing history that's recorded there. The God of Isaiah has been fulfilling his ancient promises now for more than 2,000 years. And you, you are a part of it. You Gentiles belong to the God of ancient Israel. Thanks be to God for that who freely gives you the inheritance through His Son, Jesus. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all human understanding, guard our hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus.
unto life everlasting. Amen.